morning ladies and gentlemen welcome to lifestyle with dr moby i'm dr moby and today we are honored with great guests uh, lisbeth brown let's welcome lisbeth brown how are you i'm doing great hi dr moby thank you for tuning in uh, lisbeth yes, brown she's Yes, thank you. Elizabeth Brown is a great author about her. She wrote great two books. We're going to talk about those two books today. And uh, so tell us about yourself. Well, I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota. So if anyone knows where the George Floyd um, stuff happened at, that's about 15 to 30 minutes away from where I am. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. I graduated from Southwest Minnesota State University, which is like three and a half hours from where I live. Um, I'm a case manager um, as a full-time profession or full-time job. And then I'm an author of Unwanted Confessions Confirmed and Sour Lemonade. Okay. So, um, and tell us a little bit about um, your writing. Uh, do you normally uh, write um, or do you have, um, this is the first two of your work? Um, no, I've been writing since I was a young girl and poetry has just been my outlet. It's been where I, I felt like I could talk to something, you know, and not necessarily get a response, but I felt at peace once I wrote my work. So these poems stemmed from years and years ago. Um, the first poem I started writing again was in 2006 because I had lost my poetry in middle school. And then at that point, I just felt like poetry wasn't for me and I needed to take a different route in life. And I wasn't sure what that route was because I was only in middle school. But when I got in college, so it took me from middle school all the way to college to figure out what helped me in the past. And it turned out that it was poetry. So that's where poetry stemmed from, is mm -hmm. me as a young girl. And that's mm -hmm. what Unwanted Confessions Confirmed and Sour Lemonade are about. Um, mm -hmm. They reflect my life and growing up and how confused I was as a child and things and how poetry really was my outlet and that thing I could talk to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So these two books are uh, basically poetry books or uh, and they're based on your experience as a child growing up, right? Yes, they're both poetry books and they're based on my experiences. They're based on things that I've just seen in my life. They're based on things that other people have gone through. Um, so, yeah, has mm -hmm. a lot of good information in there. Okay, great, great. And so tell me, uh, when did you start writing them? Um, well, I started writing again in 2006. That's that's when I started writing. And that's the first poem in Sour Lemonade. Mm -hmm. And it's The Perfect Garden. That poem came from my grandmother passing away. I had just recently moved out of her, her home. And it was um, it was finals week and she had passed away and I had to drop everything and leave. And at that point, I felt like I couldn't talk to anyone. I didn't know what to do. She was, mm -hmm. you know, she was my rock to say the least. And so mm -hmm. poetry is where I turned to and The Perfect Garden is the poem that was the first poem I wrote again since middle school. Mm. 
Okay, very nice. The, would you like to share some of the verses or uh, from the poems? Oh, absolutely. I can share some work with you. Sure, sure. Let's hear. Okay. Well, first, I'll just tell you a little bit about Unwanted Confessions Confirmed. So this book is a story of a young girl as an adult that has been tested with triumphs, tragedy, knowledge, morals, values, and, of course, confessions. And um, it's, it's about the younger me and growing up. And mm -hmm. it talks about love. It talks about rejection. It talks about addiction. It talks about um, finding your place and just trying to figure out who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. And that's all through poetry. Okay. Wow. So, so and so, yeah. Yeah. Feel free to um, share any with any of them. Yep. Um, I'll share. I'll share this one called Black Child, and then I'll share the poem um, Energy of a Lesbian that's actually on the back of the book. Okay, no problem. So Black Child, I cry because I hurt. I smile because I'm afraid. I laugh because the pain fades. My heart beats because I was conceived through the dark in the, on a, in the garage on the back. I because my lips are told to. I care because I can love. I listen to your heartbeat because I can hear life. I asked you to promise me because you mean the world. To embrace your grace makes me feel strong. To embrace my conscience makes me feel more powerful than a thug. Wow, wow, what a powerful statement. That Very is a black child. Um, well, actually I'll read, if you don't mind, um, I'll read one of my favorite, which um, since it's around the George Floyd stuff and they're still uh, doing jury selection and things like that, we are very in tune here in Minnesota with uh, the George yeah. Floyd stuff. So, you know, it's it's just it's amazing that I'm in the midst of all of that. And so being in the midst of it, um, I wrote a poem called Recollection. And I'll read that one. This sure. one, um, I will tell you, it may make. Uh, it may make people a little uncomfortable, but that's okay because it's just to wake people up. That's all. It's not to, you know, um, discriminate against anybody. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, we, we, yeah. Recollection. The thought of one being misunderstood to the point that the light is shining, but the brain is still dim. My energy is not your energy. We did not swim in the same pool. What makes my money less creditable than the next? You are not my master and I am not your slave. Slave, you are not, am I? Master, my not, are we, are you? We bleed the same. Or have we become so dumb to the fact that our brain is like fried okra on Thanksgiving day? Hard on the outside, mushy on the inside, sad, facts. His neck was treated like a check. You played the system against him for eight minutes, 46 seconds, attempted to bounce back and collect more unreported taxes. Floyd's life is worth more than $464,433. Even the wife knew that. Singing Usher papers after the indictment, only to play cat and mouse in your own entrapment. Released on a $1 million bond and fled the state murder with no justice and called a faulty case. Wow. Fast forward to the burning flames of America. 
you're black, I'm black, but you act like a white supremacist that don't give a damn about what makes me me. At least the term black supremacy contains the color of your skin. When it was time to think about how your end became your beginning, you backed out. Scared? Even that was too much of a black fact. Oh, My God. black brother, don't forget your mama was once labeled poor, which made your family systematically oppressed. Mama worked three jobs and daddy was there but wasn't present. See, I told you you wasn't all that in a bag of chips. You're black then, you're black now. You'll be black when you wake your black ass up tomorrow. Stop the Michael Jackson acts. Racism and justice. Wilmington, North Carolina, 1898. Red Summer, 1919. Tulsa, Oklahoma, 1921. King's Assassination, 1968. Rodney King, 1992. Ferguson, Missouri, 2014. Baltimore, Maryland, 2015. Minneapolis, Minnesota, my home state, 2020. Did we forget to educate that thing we call a brain? Instantly smothered, too caught up in being authority. Blue silence code. You don't even see that your black is my black and they'll stand on your back, they'll stand on your back once your black is active, actively fighting for what's right. George Floyd and justice for all. Growth outside the body demands irrefutable systematic modifications, yet keeping every existing person educated about race injustice change. I am my brother's keeper. Not every life matters until black lives matter. That last statement says God is my keeper. I am my brother's keeper. Not every life matters until black lives matter. That is wow. recollection from unwanted confessions confirmed. Okay, great. So I think it's uh, it's very powerful, and I'm so sorry. You know, it brings back uh, those memories, and uh, you know, sad. Uh, and we are all very sad to to learn that, and we support equal rights, and we of course always support um, everybody treated equally. Uh, myself, you know, I'm also uh, non-white, so as you can see. We also all face different kind of, uh, now we Asians are facing because of COVID, as you know. Well, so, absolutely. And I believe that all lives matter. I truly hmm. believe that in my heart that all lives matter. But if all lives are going to matter, then African-American lives need to be included in all. Yeah, yeah. And definitely, and I believe that to that um, you know there are uh, there are definitely a lot of uh, incidents which some you have pointed out and then some of those uh, definitely we need to look and educate people and tell what is wrong is wrong what is uh, not right and you know so I think we can really make a difference once the awareness is there uh, education is there. Um, tell what is wrong. I mean, I think it's everybody's right to point out the wrong from right and then um, bring attention to those. And then, you know, I think we can do that with education, with uh, realization, with, with actually uh, telling people what is wrong, you know. Exactly. So I think your, your your book definitely brings a lot of awareness, right? So, 
and then by by a good means by the best means to educate and to bring poetry and to you know literature i think um you know when uh, president was sworn in i think i you saw that there were some uh, poems uh she she i think did a fantastic job right i really like yeah that. that was great so i think there's definitely and literature is always affected by current affairs i mean where i think poets are sensitive people mm -hmm. like your child and we feel that you know they they get, uh, you know, they, that's their expressive, creative way of telling what is going on, right? Exactly. Um, we we try um, to, I, I think I can speak for all poets when I say that, first off, the art is lost. A lot of people don't read poetry, and if they do, they don't understand it. So it's like they'll read a poem and just go on to the next one without analyzing what it is. So I think that I can say for all poets that, it is our creative way of speaking to something, to feeling better about whatever situation we've gone through. And we feel like we have no one to talk to at that time. Absolutely. Sure. So I think uh, I'm going to uh, make a point that, you know, um, more we write, more we do awareness, more we write books and more we write literature, more, I mean, we are, I think, the peace-loving nation, and we. But we also want justice for, for also want to make sure everybody uh, realizes what is wrong, right? Exactly, and that's that's what that last piece says. Growth outside the body demands irrefutable systematic modifications, yet keeping every existing person educated about race and justice change. So, yes, I agree with you that everyone needs to be educated about what's happening in the world. Yeah, yeah. And then definitely, you know, there were, um, you know, there is a big chapter or big part of the history uh, mm -hmm. where blacks were uh, not treated right and uh, at all. They were slaves, right? I mean, yeah. um, and then there were, so, I mean, we can't ignore that, you know. If anybody right. has doubt, they can go to the, you know, uh, to this uh, museum also, right? In DC, we have a museum. Exactly. I mean, so so there were definitely you know incidents where they were there, and you know to overcome that, and then to we can't ignore that, right? So I mean, right. and then we cannot. So what is was wrong and wrong is still going to be wrong. Okay, today is um, so, so. I think uh, this is a great effort that you are doing the creative work and you are bringing attention to. Um, and then there are a lot of other things which, beside education, what I worry about also healthcare. Uh, so you know i see being a doctor i see a lot of discrepancy between different groups okay mm -hmm. so, so the health wise they have uh, you know kind of lowest in terms of their uh, numbers which is very sad because you know um yeah i mean is, we saw so many people due to covid and just i think the level of stress that has 
risen in our communities, you know, has really just kind of not been on people's side. Mm, yeah. And another, and also, you know, brings important discussion is that, you know, to uh, give awareness to everyone, uh, especially, you know, ethnic groups is that, you know, they're, uh, so look at COVID, uh, you know, they kind of created more death in certain ethnic groups. And that is because of their health. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and that is very sad because then, uh, you know, that brings to important discussion. Then, uh, you Absolutely. know, why, f first, why they are in bad shape. So second is, you know, what can be done more? So do they need more right. uh, assistance? Absolutely. Do they need more health education? Yes. Uh, do, do they okay. need to self-realization and making sure uh, you know, their yeah. socioeconomic condition is bad. Absolutely. More are jobless, homeless. Um, you know, there we are facing uh, stigma of all kinds, right? Uh, so then, uh, you know, there are a lot of things which are wrong, right? And then yes. um, if we don't say that they are wrong, then nobody knows they're wrong, right? Yeah, nobody, nobody knows. Nobody knows. And nobody knows that, uh, you know, a lot of, um, you know, also the vaccination rate, uh, you know, we have seen they were less actually in, uh, you know, in certain ethnic groups, uh, you know, which, mm -hmm. is, which is also bad. Um, so I think, uh, you know, there is a lot of work needs to be done and we need uh, creative people like yourself to to bring to the general public that what is wrong is wrong, you know? And that's yeah. why Sour Lemonade is a perfect uh, book after COVID to read as far as poetry goes, because that one is a constant reminder of keeping your loved ones close, regaining power and strength within yourself. And so I think that those poems are perfect to read, you know, mm. after COVID, when your stress level has gone down and you know you'd like to just gravitate towards the one that you the ones that you love and mm -hmm. you you would also like to be heard about something because we've all been in a house right and we haven't been heard out to anyone outside of the people that are in our immediate circles so we have things that we want to tell friends we have things that we want to tell random people you know so that that's a perfect book for that mm -hmm. Oh, that is very nice. So that is, um, you know, uh, another thing, of course, with COVID is uh, because we haven't met anyone and we haven't, um, not too many people, we have not been socializing to, as a result. We have so many stories to tell. And Seriously, uh, we do. Uh, you know, uh, there is one thing whenever we have any tragedy or any difficult time in life, I think uh, there's one thing that whether you can do something about it or not, the, the other thing is whether you can even talk or meet or or at least share, you know, the grief. Yes. But that was kind of cut down by only we could do Zoom, like you and me, we can at least, that's the only thing we can do, right? Talk on yeah. Uh, yeah, remote. Now, uh, beside that, but, you know, humans are social animals, so, 
we like to have some kind of interaction even minimal but we need that right we need to go out mm -hmm. we need to see each other we need to share our grief or even talk right but um yeah covid is very hard you know uh, it has you know. been hard i had a family member um pass away due to covid and that that poem is actually in this book sour lemonade as well and um it was just very hurtful because we couldn't go to see her we had to oh sit in the lobby and we had to use i mean at first we didn't have an option they didn't give us any option and then there was a actual uh police officer who bought over these tablets and said hey i found a way where you guys can at least see your family member so we had to see her on zoom but she wasn't you know of course she wasn't coherent or anything but we couldn't go up to her room at all and see her yeah yeah that would be very painful uh you know and you know but see her and uh, actually you know my mother-in-law pathway not from covid but from died you know and with this um a covid uh, situation you know you can do funerals you know mm -hmm. so you have to do very limited so there was time they would say you couldn't see her body or touch her yeah mm -hmm. and i could see how painful was that it yeah. is very painful yeah i mean doing a funeral or something like that on zoom uh, it is very painful absolutely it is for everybody for, so and then we um you know sitting and uh, so when I saw there was a big difference when they allowed few people to go in and at least see her body, uh, there was a difference. There, I, I see that. That was definitely difference. a difference. It could only be for a funeral here, we could only have, I think, um, 15 people in at a time. Yeah. So yeah, the funeral exactly. was like really long and it, it turned out to be so long just because of the amount of people we couldn't have in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. But still, you know, I think uh, humans need to, um, you know, we are, uh, even we know the person has died, but we need, we, there's a feeling, you know, that, uh -huh. that we don't heal. Uh, I mean, nobody will heal, but that's very painful, I, you know, not to be able to touch them or see them. And then uh, whether they're living or not living, that's either way, it's, uh, I think for humans, we are, uh, we are a species like that, that we have to have some interaction, right? Yes, we must have interaction with other people. And so it's just not a good situation. But hopefully within the next year, right, we'll be back to some normalcy. We can talk to people and, you know, go out and maybe we'll still wear a mask, but it won't be as, yeah, you know, as severe as it is now. Yeah. And make sure, uh, I hope people are getting vaccination very early. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, great. I, I'm I'm not getting I'm not getting the vaccination, but that's a personal choice. I just you know God doesn't God didn't you know give me COVID, so I don't feel the need to get the vaccination. But it's other it's I've seen that it works for other people, and I'm not discrediting anybody that gets it. In fact, I encourage people to get it if you feel like you need it. 
Okay, but well, that's your uh, personal choice. But my uh, advice to everyone is um, to I'm I got both charts, so my advice is to um, get it because um, a you know you don't want to get any disease. Period. You know, um, mm -hmm. and COVID is not one of them that you really want to test your luck. No. So, so that you um, yes, uh, people recover. Yes, do they do and uh, whether uh, you know but you never know how your body is going to react to any disease even to simple viral infection um, mm -hmm. because some people just kind of system really shuts down and then we have a lot of complications mm -hmm. and then people die uh, so my advice always you know if you have a chance to make something uh, you know better to take your chances and do better job it's like well, you know exactly you, so so but so i would encourage yes um, i mean you could have personal reason i understand completely some people have but um overall still you know recommend immunization um for well, absolutely. Kind of I agree with you. If people need to, if, if it's going to make a situation better, I, I absolutely encourage people to make their situation better for yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. So I think that's definitely is going to, but I think it's great book, great read that to, to at least can share the grief which we all went through. And, uh, you know, I think... Uh, Would you mind if I uh, read one poem from Sour Lemonade just so people sure, can hear what type yeah, of poems sure. are here? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Um, so I'll read... I'll actually read the poem that I uh, wrote for my cousin during COVID. I mean, since we were speaking about COVID and things like that. So it's called A Long Walk. Defining your life under a magnifying glass is to see the hidden pain, to feel the tragedies, to understand that you were not designed to remind anyone that your pain did not keep you behind, but it made you blessed. Blessed to the point when the doctor said yes, God said no, not yet. Me over my flesh is what I want you to remember. My children are a reflection of me. So help guide them to God and he'll lead them through the darkness. Inhale and exhale protection over them. Be a shoulder they can cry on. Be the ear that can listen. Breathe bravery and understanding down their spines. They are growing with time. My loving spirit, my bright soul, and my unapologetic attitude that are the same things that molded this jewel. Crossing between two worlds to make sure you've made peace with the little things. God said, stop. Take an intermission. Tania, just breathe. These are the things we'll never know she wanted to say because of COVID-19. First, it was two people at a time, then four a day, and still we're forced to be sane. But, God, but look at God. It quickly became possible for your family to say we love you and pray. God had a better plan for my pain. He'll never make a mistake. So don't cry for me. Rejoice with me. I'm blessed, less stressed, and free on my long walk to heaven. Wow. Well, wow. that's the experience that we had. That's what they told us at the hospital, um, that it was two people at first, and then it was four a day. And then when I went up there, the lady says, oh, well, can't she walk down? 
And that was very hurtful for me because my cousin is laying on her deathbed and you literally asked me if she can walk downstairs to see me. And so that's where this poem stemmed from. And truthfully, I think the words just came from God because if you can tell in the poem, it was like she was talking back. Mm. And I didn't, you know, I didn't map that out and say, this is how I want the poem to be. That's just how it came out. Yeah, yeah, that is a very, very nice poem and very sad, you know, that mm -hmm. it really, um, so uh, talking of poem, I, I actually had my song too, it's uh, Unsung Heroes and we honored all the healthcare providers also love life and first responders who are on this fight, um, you know, at the forefront. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, a mm -hmm. lot of my colleagues lost uh, lives to, you know, and nurses and, um, you know, they're every day putting their lives at uh, risk for uh, all of us. So Absolutely. that is That's a tough job. It's a very tough job. And then sadness is that we see people suffering in front of our eyes and then, uh, you know, they you know, dying. So, you know, so that is very sad. It's, it is just, I think it's the hardest year ever anyone mm -hmm. could do professionally because, you know, you know that you, uh, you know, for so many years, you never had any life losses in front of you like that. Uh, mm -hmm. So to, to see people going downhill and uh, getting worse and worse is very painful. It's very painful. So I hope things get better and we pray everybody is safe and everybody is uh, getting better. Um, so any final thoughts you have for our conversation? Um, I just want to encourage your audience to believe in yourself. COVID-19 has taken so much away from us. It has taken away from our families. So just believe in yourself. Give yourself that permission to get up and continue another day because your cup is not half empty, it's half full. Mm, and that's such a powerful statement. Yeah. And thank you. Where can people get your book? Is it on Amazon or is it? Yes. They, so if they want an ebook uh, copy, they can get it on Amazon. I have been having a little trouble getting it on paper back there, mm -hmm. but um, they can find me on Facebook at Lizzie Brown or the Lost Art of Poetry. It's the same Facebook page. And if they want to find me on Instagram, it's beauty, B-E-A-U-T-I-I 28. And they can just direct message me and I'll ship them the book and we can handle things that way because okay. I have the, the physical copies and I can do sign and non-sign copies. Okay, very nice, very nice. Okay, you take care, stay safe, keep writing, and uh, thank you for coming. Oh, I suppose I should let them know how how much the books are. So they're, they're $10, but if you want a signed copy, then it's $15. Okay, no, that makes sense. Okay, you take care. Thank you. For Perfect. Thank you, Dr. Moby. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.